When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet robe. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Miss Carolyn DeMore. Hi. What is going on? Oh, so much. So much is going on. <laughs> Where do I begin? I mean, of course you're in the kitchen. Are you in LA? I'm just assuming you're in LA, right? In LA, I'm always in the kitchen <laughs> um, when I'm not, you know, filming the hills and running around to my pizza girl factory on the East Coast and just, you know, being a mom. So yeah, it's crazy. We have so much to talk about. So yes, we are going to talk about the newly relaunched Pizza Girl sauce, which I have tried. I have so much to say about it. We're going to talk about all of that. But you know what? We can't get to that until we start at the beginning. So let's take it back. You know what? The next time you're here, we don't have to go back and rehash everything. But perfect. you grew up in LA, right? You're from LA. I did. Born and raised. We're a rare breed, I'm told. Well, I'm from New York City, so that's just as rare a breed. Totally, totally. And you grew up in a pizza family. I did the Demores Pizza Family, 30-year family business um, that my father started because he thought that the pizza in LA was terrible. And uh, he was right. <laughs> and um, he actually had my grandmother fly in to figure out what was going on and why it was so bad. And they realized that it was the water. So um, this was pre 9-11 and you could still like take water over on the airplane. So I guess my grandfather brought like two jugs of just water from my grandmother's kitchen. And there was the crust that is now so famous and is the Demore's Pizza crust. So we've been shipping the water from the East Coast for all these years. And we actually just moved it. Now we're shipping it from Italy because we also get our flour from Italy. So yeah, well, I say we still, because I ran that... Um, portions of that business for quite some time and then realized it was really impossible working with my crazy Italian family and I decided to branch off and do my own business which I'm so proud of um pizza girl and that's that's how I got here which is kind of a full circle moment because growing up you didn't really want to embrace the family business you kind of pursued other things I know you were a model in New York and you followed yeah. your DJ, your passion for music and became a DJ. Anything I could do that required no school, no parenting and um, no rules, I was going to go master that. So DJing was the one that kind of came easiest to me. Um, I was kind of a club kid, party kid in that scene anyway. So I was like, how can I get paid to be here and like survive? So yeah, I mean, DJ AM was a really good friend of mine and uh, I used to watch him every night and I just... I, you know, I, uh, I told him that I wanted to learn and he kind of helped me, helped me get that first start. And then it kind of blew up. I was like one of the first female DJs. Um, it was like me and Sam Ronson in LA and that was pretty much it at the time. It was kind of not even that cool to be a female DJ back then. Um, and, uh, but then I realized like I was only DJing two nights a week and I was paying rent um, at an apartment in LA. And I was like, this is amazing. And then got two record deals. Uh, one with Sony in Japan and one with Universal. I toured the whole world. Um, and it was, it was awesome. It, you know, I was called the pizza girl when I was little, cause I had to go to all these catering gigs with my dad. My mom passed away when I was five and we just, you know, we're hardworking, you know, family. Yeah. I just had no choice. You know, it was weird because I grew up in this Hollywood LA rich kid scene, but I was like 
the kid on the other from the other side of the tracks in a way, you know, I was like there at the parties, but like helping cater and stuff. And then somehow our, our wires crossed and we all became friends, but I definitely have a different perspective on it all. I would yeah. think so. Did you, I mean, do you think DJing's come a long way now? Cause I mean, you know, we have female DJs now, or is it still like, yeah, we have some, but it's still like pretty much a male dominated um, it's still very male dominated. There's not very many major mega DJs that are female. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily because um, they're not given the opportunity. Uh, I'm not really sure what's happening, but back back when I actually, yeah, back when I was doing it, I was it was really hard to be a female in a man's world. I mean, it was like it was impossible actually. Um, I, I got dropped actually from my label as soon as, coincidentally, as soon as they found out that I was pregnant. Um, yeah, so I had a really hard time actually. Um, and I just remember having to change my clothes and not look so girly in order to be taken seriously. Once I started, you know, dressing a bit more boy-like, I kind of got a little bit more um, cred, I guess. It was like very straight weird. cred girly girl but yeah I started like really you know uh changing my look because I got a lot of men that would say like oh you know I'd hire I wouldn't hire her to DJ but I'd f-u-c-k her (laughs) you know just really rude stuff like that I was totally bullied off of a couple shows where I just backed out because I just felt so like uncomfortable so yeah it's come a long way women are kind of you know, women are, women are kind of taking over right now, to be honest. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I mean, as a self-respecting gay man, like I have about 900,000 women friends and one other friend. So I'm I'm all for it. (laughs) What about, you know, you mentioned like you were the hardworking girl, like you went to the parties, but you were helping your father cater as pizza girl, you know, and you just had all these friends, I mean, some of these friends, Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, Kim and Chloe, you just kind of fell into that crowd. And, you know, you were deemed like the, in the it girl scene back then. I was, it was so weird. Actually, there were days when I would end up, this is a really funny tidbit. I would end up in, remember when Us Weekly did the, like, who wore it best? I would end up in that, but I would end up in it against Paris Hilton and I'd be wearing her outfit. So I would borrow clothes from her. I'd be wearing her outfit and then she wore it a different day and then we'd be up against each other and who wore it best. And nobody even knew that it was like me going through her. I was like, girl, if you're going to take me to all these things, like I can't keep up. I I couldn't financially. I couldn't whatever. So she was like, no, my wardrobe's your wardrobe. Let's get on the plane and go to Ibiza tonight. And I'd be like, all right. And then I'd get paparazzi and like totally just be wearing her clothes. It was just hilarious actually. I think literally that is, beyond hilarious like you would literally just go to her closet and say I'm wearing this and she would say whatever and then it would be like who wore it best and it would be literally hers hers yeah and well the good thing was that she always won so (laughs) um it was weird it was like the, the like the media needed a reason for me to exist so they kept calling me like a pizza heiress which I thought was ridiculous um you know, my dad owns some pizza, pizza shops, but I was a pizza heiress. And then, or they called me, you know, socialite or Hollywood it girl and this and that, because they couldn't explain why this, you know, daughter of a pizza maker was around. It was very weird. Um, and I never like took on that moniker. I never tried to be like something that I wasn't. Um, you know, I still, last night we had the premiere party for the Hills and I'm one of the main girls and I was in the kitchen cooking for everybody. And they're like, you don't have to serve us. And I was like, it's in my blood. Like, it's just makes me feel normal. You know? That's so funny. I mean, did you ever, like, when you think about that time in your life, like, how do you reflect back on it? And like, and did it ever bother you, you know, like that they were saying heiress or it girl, you know, like that they were trying to like, It did. I got creamed in an LA Times article way back in the day. And it really, really devastated me. They were like, um, they called me like something along the lines of like the master of, oh no, Jack Jack of all trades, master of none. Because when you grow up in LA, you literally try everything under the sun. I mean, I did. I'm a creative. 
I'm also very entrepreneurial. So I, even when I was little, I'd come up with a play and I'd direct it and I'd cast it. And I just, I just have that like kind of go getter mentality. So I finally have the right thing to put it all towards, but it was just go to different things. And I ended up, you know, in a movie and then I ended up, I had a swimwear line because my best friend, you know, cause I was modeling in all those, all those swimwear shows and they were like, Oh, here, let's do a line. And, you know, so it looked like I was just throwing everything out there and it wasn't very like, there wasn't a solid story behind me. And it's just so nice to finally like actually have a voice and actually like have people really get to know the real me because it was such a fragmented character that the media just kind of put together when I was a kid. And the media loves to do that. Yeah. What about, how do you feel about Paris, your friend Paris as a DJ? Hmm. I think it's great. I used to literally DJ in her kitchen and in her, all her little parties um, when, when she lived on, um, she, anyway, a King's Road and like paparazzi was always there. She threw my 18th birthday there. Um, I had the pizza truck there. So I was always just like, there were times when she was like, who DJs, like whatever, like thinking it was kind of like silly, but then she hired me to do, there was this point where I was like, babe, I can't just travel around with you. I have to like have my own career and like make money. You know, I don't have that to fall back on. Right. And she was like, okay, that's it. You're my DJ. So she hired me to DJ her when her stars are blind album came out. I was her DJ and I DJed all of her record release parties around the world. So it just was like a, it was organic for her. She's such a like house music kind of party girl in that way, just like I was. So just to do all that traveling, be in all those clubs, why wouldn't you, you know, show that crowd the music that makes your heart sing? So it just made sense for her. I totally back her on that. We love her as a DJ and Stars Are Blind was yeah. such a good song. Yeah. Oh my God. So many times that we'd be <sighs> driving, driving down the street swarmed by paparazzi with the song blasting and we're just like singing it you can definitely find funny funny uh videos of us it's such a good song well before we get into your pizza empire and pizza girl sauce i'm talking about the hills you are no stranger to being on reality tv yourself you've made little appearances on keeping up with the kardashians chloe and courtney take miami yeah I mean, this whole thing was supposed to be originally just another little thing for me because last season, you know, I was good friends with Misha Barton and um, I was just around kind of as her friend, but I was also doing what Caroline does, which is help out and serve and this and that. So I DJed Heidi and Spencer's um, uh, wedding vow renewal last season and I brought my pizza truck to their son's birthday so I was just around. It wasn't ever an idea in my mind that I would be like the new cast member. Um, it was just as much of a shock to me as I think the world. So, yeah. Is that how you became involved with this? Like you were just literally there through being friends with Misha? And Well, I've known everybody. So I was kind of like around just because like, you know, like I said, I did that movie with Audrina and like I went to high school with Brody and, you know, like I've known all of these kids for so long, it almost made more sense for me than say a Misha who didn't know anybody. Um, so the idea behind it, I believe was for me to kind of help Misha get embedded into that world because I knew everybody and it would just made sense. But then we found out that there was some negative stuff being said about me on you know, and it was just a shock. And I think that the producers were kind of put off by it. And they were a little like, they told me, they were like, hey, just so you know, like basically the truth is I put on this huge pizza girl event last season that America never got to see. And it was at Kathy Hilton's house and it was epic. And I invited the whole cast and they were trying so hard to keep me off the show that um, not only did some people not mention my name when they asked about me in interviews in order to keep my narrative off the show. Um, They just didn't even speak of me at all or ignored it when, and then I come to find out a couple people would look into the camera when I would walk, walk onto a scene I found out, like just to, you know, X out my scenes. It was just so bizarre. I've never had people in my life like that who have like 
deliberately tried to like hurt me and I, I put so much money and effort into that party and you know to have a event at Kathy Hilton's house was pretty epic and that never got seen and then I think the producers were upset they were like these people just so you know are trying to keep you off the show and they ended up replacing her with me and I have to say that I do believe in karma I have so much to say to this. Now, first of all, because this is behind the velvet rope and we love the silver lining details. What event was this at Kathy Hilton's house? Because I do think that is a big event. Yes. Yeah. It was a pizza girl launch event. And these events cost me my, my, my life. I'm sitting there like, you know, making everything, doing everything. It's, you know, it was, in, it was intense. And like Kathy opened up her home to me and to the Hills. It was the most beautiful event and the fact that the world never got to see that is just so was so gut-wrenching to me and then after like you know all the money and hours and like effort that we put into it so but I ended up you know winning in the long run um and now pizza girl is going to be heavily featured and the world's going to get to try it so yeah are you guys as confused about me regarding all the contradictory information out there about how to eat healthy? Just cut out carbs and that's healthy eating. Reduce your salt. That's healthy eating. Don't eat after 6 p.m. That's healthy eating. Well, what if I go to bed at 4 a.m.? Am I still not supposed to eat after 6 p.m.? So confusing. Enter Noom. Noom makes sense because it is based in psychology. It teaches you what to eat and how to eat it to accomplish your personal health goals. They look long-term. It's not about that one thing you just ate now. It's about long-term and changing your eating habits. And that is why for me, Noom worked. When I started using Noom, my goal was to eat better, to feel better, to understand my cravings, to have more energy, fit it in with some exercise, and really just reduce the stress in my life. And Noom accomplished all of that. What I love is it teaches you about eating. It doesn't just say, eat this and eat that. It takes 10 minutes a day. It's so easy to use. You log your food. It's nice to see the progress. You log your food and see the progress as you chart it. And it really works with my lifestyle because I'm so freaking busy. It's not like a rigorous plan. It just changes my habits overall. It's based in psychology. It makes complete sense. And here's the thing. They're a very forgiving program. So if you cheat today, we can't turn the clock back. It's okay. These guys are great to deal with. And they're so much fun to deal with. And it has really changed how I eat. Now, here's the deal. Noom, N-O-O-M. Sign up for your trial today at Noom with an M dot com slash velvet. Yes, you can sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M as in Mary dot com slash velvet. Trust me, there's a science to getting healthier. It's called Noom. I feel better. I have more energy and I see the results. And I just, this is a lifestyle change. Noom.com slash velvet. Sign up for your trial today. It is going to be heavily featured. So, okay. So with the cat, cause I know like, so Misha, was it Misha that was trying, was telling the cast, like, don't, don't look at her. Don't film with her. Like it was her. To Misha's credit. I think that she had an, another person kind of manning that ship. Um, but that person did call me to apologize. So I almost don't even want to drag them in anymore. Um, Misha, on the other hand, went out and publicly slammed me. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, the gloves are off at this point. But um, yeah, there was another person in there that was that had tried to uh, intimidate me and hurt me. Um, but they they apologize and I'm a very forgiving person. So. Like someone currently on the cast that Misha kind of got to do her dirty work. That they, it was a it was a dual effort, I will say. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So much gossip off the show too, right? Behind listen, the- nothing shocks me anymore from sitting here and talking to people like yourself. But you know, I hear duo, I can only think of, I mean, there's only one duo really that's part of the hills anyway 
So that's, I mean, that's kind of nice though, that producers came to you. Cause I mean, a lot of times they wouldn't, they would be like, Misha's a cast member and you're not like, why would we come to this girl? Well, you know, what happened is they liked me a lot. <laughs> they liked me and they thought I was funny. You know, I had microphones on whatever they heard a bunch of, they just liked me as a person, um, which is cool. So I, I mean, it, yeah, I guess they just liked me and wanted to let me know why my big scene wasn't going to be in the season. And, you know, then came to me with an offer to be the new girl. Wow. Yeah. And did you grow up like watching reality TV? Like, I mean, the simple life could you go back. I was on the simple life. There was definitely a scene with me. I, I don't remember what it was, but maybe we went to like a nail salon or something. I remember I had like a quick flash there. I was on like the very first episode of the Kardashians DJing Chris Jenner's birthday or something. I did, you know, Courtney and Chloe take Miami a whole episode with them. So I've definitely been around it, loved it. It's definitely been a big part of my life and it only makes sense for me to be on a major reality show at this point. Yes. And one of the best reality shows ever. I agree. That's why I said yes. I mean, it's the Hills. You know what I mean? It's, it's MTV. It's like my entire childhood. And now I'm, it's just mind blowing. I mean, did the Elsie, Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Coletti love triangle keep you up at night? Like it did me. (laughs) You know, I, I was, I was up at night for a lot of reasons back then, (laughs) but yeah, no, they, um, yeah. I mean, that whole thing was, was wild. And it was nice to have Kristen come and hang out this season too. And yeah, she's definitely an inspiration for me, for sure. I got a Kristen Cavallari this shit. Seriously. So here you are. So you were, I mean, did you watch last season with Misha? You know what? I watched like an episode and it was really hard to watch. Talk about um, paint dry. Um, that was one of the things she said about me. And then I went to watch it and it was just, yeah, hard to watch. Um, it it wasn't that great. And I don't think it was necessarily all on her. I just think, um, yeah, the this season is so much better is what I'm hearing. So I didn't watch a lot of it. I only watched the one episode with Perez Hilton because I found that to be super interesting because um, he's also a character from my, my young years. Um, same here. So when you got this call to join after, you know, having this event with your pizza truck and just being on a few episodes, like, were you, what was going through your mind? Um, when I got the call to, um, to actually, join, I think Spencer just texted me and said, Hey, you want to come? Like we're doing a birthday party for Gunner. Like pizza truck will be cool. And I was like, awesome. I'm on my way. No, but I mean to like join the cast this season. Like when they oh, said, oh, we want right. you. Yeah. I missed that. What was Yeah, the- no. Like when they like, they said, we want you to, you know, be part of this cast or come and talk to us. Like, were you just like, holy shit? You know what? I, I actually had another show that I was working on already that was called Pizza Girl. And it was with a huge producer that I love so much. Um, I think he is so fantastic. And I do hope to work with him uh, in the future. And I'm sure one day we'll get to do our project. Um, But it was hard for me because I had to make a decision at that time. And, you know, I, I didn't say yes. The very first time they asked, they may have, we may have had a few discussions before I was like, okay, let's do this. Um, So yeah, it was crazy. It was definitely crazy. I mean, I, I mean, I ran into Frankie Delgado in Beverly Hills when he had heard that I got it. And he was like, girl, he goes, do you know how many of my friends like auditioned for this part? He was like, there was like thousands of people like that they were running through um, to have this one spot and you got it, which is kind of cool. Did you ever waver and think like, you know, big producer, my own show, it'll focus around like pizza girl. Like, was that, it was a I real did. concern. Also, I was going through a really hard time financially. I went through a really, really rough divorce. I went through, you know, COVID shutting down my business. And at that point I was kind of like, you know, it could be anywhere from three to five months sitting in um, pitch meetings or straight to network, straight to television. Um, It really, MTV really helped me get my shit together. I, once that happened, I like hit the ground running to get Pizza Girl back up and running. Um, 
you know, I have amazing partners now and, you know, a, 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 any sort of thing like a pandemic will not shut down uh, Pizza Girl this time around because it's not just me now. We have an infrastructure. We have everything in place. So um, everything happens for a reason, you know? Well, A, I think you made the right decision because I don't know. I don't believe all these shows. It might be greenlit. I, I don't buy it. I've been in the mix for so many shows myself. It, where is the show? So I yeah. think... I always tell people going on to an established show where there's like a role and a part and here's your contract. I say, take it and run. Yeah. Take it and run. So I did. (laughs) And is that true? Like that, you know, it was the pandemic and like, you know, the problems in your business, which were caused by COVID and like you were a single mother, like that all kind of made you say yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's an amazing opportunity, an amazing opportunity for me to showcase my amazing product and just to get people to know, who I was more and the real story about me, you know, like, cause there's been such a weird fragmented Caroline de Moray since I was, you know, 14. So it's kind of nice to actually have people get to know me for real this time. That's why I like to start at the beginning. I like to do a full 360. Who is Caroline de Moray? Speaking of choices in reality TV, is this true that you and Kim Kardashian back in the day were kind of in the mix because this is LA for a reality show. And she came to you and said, well, I also have a chance to do a show with my family. And you said, I think you should pursue that. Yep. Isn't that crazy? We were working. I don't remember what producers we were talking to or anything, but it was her and I, and we were going back and forth. Um, We had a concept. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but we were working on a reality show together and I remember she, she sat me down. She was like, so I just wanted to tell you, like, I am doing this. Sh- I might do th- have to do the show. It's my family. I have to, like, do this with them. And I was like, of course, you know. And we did not know that it would be as ginormous as it was. So let's just say she made the right decision. <laughs> I mean, are you, Carolyn, are you saying that we have you? We have Carolyn Demore of Pizza Girl to thank for Kim Kardashian being part of Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Absolutely not. I am not saying that, <laughs> but you're going to take absolutely and like use that. No, I'm not. I, I do not edit already, like that. She was already on her way in such a, such a big way. Um, but um, she's, yeah, no, she's a, a genius in that world. So she definitely didn't. Yeah. I had nothing to do with it, but other than we were close and we were going to do something cool together and then um, yeah. But at the time when she said I might do this other show, she certainly wasn't like, this is it. It was just kind of like, yeah, it was like, I have to, I'm going to do this one and then we'll see what happens. That type of thing. Do you think you being chosen, like Frankie said, over all these other people, like, do you think it's because, you know, like you said, like you were in a movie with Audrina, like you went to high school with Brody, like those natural connections. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that they could find, but that's gotta have helped. No, listen, of course. I think the hardest, I think the hardest part that they had with Misha last season was that she didn't have any of those organic, real relationships. You know what I mean? Like when I run it, walk into a room with the cast, it's like, it's like a high school reunion. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, we all know each other from something and have hung out in some way or another. And, you know, um, like Brody and I have stories for days. So it's just like, it was just, it felt natural. And that's kind of what all the cast members I saw had to say during the press junket too, which was, it would just, it's, yeah, it just, did you have, even though it was COVID and you realized this could be great for your business and your daughter, like, did you have reservations in pursuing a reality TV show on the hills? Like you've seen it. Wait, I have another question. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? For me, listen, I love being the host of the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, but bringing you guys five shows a week, tracking down the top Bravo liberties to bring you new creative content every day. That causes me stress. It causes me anxiety. I'm not even going to get into the lack of sleep or lack of a relationship. So I needed somewhere to turn. And for me, I turned to BetterHelp. I love BetterHelp because it's professional counseling right from the comfort of your own home. What they do is they match you with a licensed therapist who's a professional that fits your needs and the things that you want to talk about. So you may not have the same issues as I do. They also deal with LGBTQIA issues, anger, grief, trauma. If you are having relationship issues, if you're in a relationship, good for you. I'm not. They really deal with everything and everything you share is confidential. So I cannot stress how much 
because of this job that I love so much, it has caused me some issues and BetterHelp really is a lifesaver. Right now, if you guys also want to start living a happier life, as a listener, you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash velvetrope. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash velvetrope. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Velvet Rope. And as a listener, you guys get 10% off your first month. Try it. I promise you, you are going to feel so much better once you talk to one of their licensed professional counselors. And listen, so many people have been using BetterHelp. They're actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. DM me. Let me know how it goes. This has been a lifesaver for me. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Of course. No, I'm still, like, mortified and terrified. So <laughs> I, I did end up, like, you know, um, drinking a bit too much, nursing my anxiety. I, I found out from the cast members they all did that on different seasons, especially, like, the first time that they ever did, did the show. And, um, yeah, no, there's definitely going to be things I'm totally mortified by um but that's part of the game you know you gotta you gotta be in it to win it and listen I mean it is a reality show um they want to see some life you know (laughs) so yeah I definitely give it to you if if they put it in you'll see (laughs) they do want to see some life were you because you've known some of these people before were you shocked at you know like they're pros like you know them, they're one way, like when the cameras started rolling, like, were they different? Oh, it is bizarre. And some some people actually don't change even when it's off, which I also thought was bizarre. Like they live in a reality show off camera. And like, it's because they grew up in this like crazy world and like, that's all they know. So yeah, it was definitely a surreal experience to see like who kind of, you know, just to kind of see like how it's affected each person over the years. People are different when there's cameras on that. Like, it's just that simple. And I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. Who, who was like the most different? Um, who's the most different? I mean, who's the most different? I mean, I think you just never know, like if somebody's going to attack you or not, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I got attacked on the first night, which they, they totally took out. Um, and it was, it was shocking. I kind of didn't know how to like come back at it right away, but, um, yeah, you just don't know. You don't ever know what's going to happen, you know, cause somebody will have heard something about somebody and somebody else tells somebody else, you know, something bad and then they get confronted and it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's real, but it's also heightened to a level of, you know, that's what I always tell people. Like it is real. Like you're not making this shit up. It's just a heightened version. Right. Like it's not scripted. There's nothing that we say that's like we were told to say, you know what I mean? It's just, right. it's just like you're put in a position maybe sometimes. Yeah. Who attacked you on the first night? I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it to myself just because maybe it'll save me from being attacked down the road. (laughs) Fair enough. Well, a positive question. This isn't all about drama here behind the velvet rope. Who took you under their wing the most, like from this cast, you know, and just said like, you're the new girl, like who kind of took you under their wing? Caitlin Carter, without a doubt. She is like my friend with her without the show. Um, I love her very, very, very much. Yeah. Um, she's a really good human being and um, she's just somebody that I was able to like learn from and um, I can have like 
real conversations with her and not worry about it, you know, spreading like wildfire. And she's just a great girl. And I feel really lucky um, because she's definitely one of my like closest friends now. And you're not worried, like, just say, you know, just the reality show curse, not having anything to do with you or Caitlin. Like if you guys are both on this for like seven more years, like that, you know, 10 more years, you know, like sometimes friendships go through things because of reality TV. Like, does that worry you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, if we were, I mean, eventually we're going to say something that pisses each other off. Right. So that's just any friendship in general. But then on television, it lives there forever and you can't just like make up and move on. So I think that, yeah, that is scary for sure. What about, did this whole process change you? I mean, like, you know, we haven't seen you on the whole season yet, but you filmed it. So like, did this change you like as a person? Yeah, absolutely. It's made me a little bit more aware um, of myself and who I could possibly offend or hurt. Um, it's definitely made me, um, just more cautious, um, and just really try to be, here's the thing. If you're just a really genuinely good person, which I believe that I am, I'm not scared of, of how I'm going to be, be portrayed because I, I know my beliefs and I know, um, who I am, but people will try to come and like attack you. So you just have to be as true. So my thing is that I stand up for people, no matter what, if I see somebody being attacked or bullied, I'm going to stand up for them. I did that on several occasions this season and I was called out for just trying to get into scenes. You know what I mean? They'd be like, Oh, you're just trying to get into a scene. And I'd be like, well, isn't that what we're all doing here? First of all, like we're all, we're all working on this show together. Um, but I do stand up for people. Um, cause I don't like seeing people bullied or attacked. And if I think that you're wrong, I will let you know that you were wrong. Um, and a lot of people don't like that. <laughs> I'm the same way. I always go for an underdog. I'm just like, if I see something like that, I'm like, I, I can't help myself. I have to say something. Me too. And I mean, right. Everyone's, I mean, you're the new girl, but you're still there. I mean, you were given the same contract everyone else was, you know, you're a cast member. Was there that like hazing, you know, of, cause like I hear it from like housewives, like, was there that like, you're the new girl, prove yourself. Yeah. I mean, I definitely felt like I was hung out to dry a couple of times. Like that time that I spoke of that I was attacked, I felt like nobody stood up for me, which is very kind of creepy to me. Um, so I felt like that was really strange and Caitlin wasn't in the room and she's the only person that, you know, I knew would have stood up for me, but, um, yeah, I, I found that to be a little crazy, but yeah, people are definitely like, nobody's helping me, obviously, you know what I mean? No one's going right. to help me to do great on this show. Um, I really just, cause everybody's, you know, everybody's focused on their own storyline, you know? So it's like, it is hard, you know? I'm the only kind of single girl. I'm the only one that's not intertwined from a past relationship or a new relationship. So there were a lot of days when I was like, why am I here? You know what I mean? I was like, this is so strange to be embedded in a show. As cool as it is, it's also strange to be the new girl in a show where people have these stories for like decades, you know, that people are really invested in. So... Yeah, it's definitely been a wild one. What about, you know, because now the show is going on, like we're going to get to know you better. There has been stuff like in the past, like you're, you know, the it girl and all that, like, but this is on a much different level being in the public eye. Like, are you prepared? And has anyone given you advice on, you know, listen, there's going to be haters no matter what you do. You can stick up for everyone and fly in on rainbows and unicorns. Like, are you prepared now for the media aspect of your life that's going to change? So I have actually, I remember the very first time somebody posted some really bad stuff about me. Um, it was a long time ago. Um, and I remember actually it was called camel toe of the week. This would never, by the way, happen these days just because of like the women's movement. However, I was very young, may have even been, I don't want to say underage, but around 18, 19 and a paparazzi zoomed in on my crotch and it went everywhere. And it was like camel toe of the week. And I just remember crying and I called Nicole Ritchie and I was like, Oh my God, this happened to me. She goes, 
She goes, I don't want to cuss, sorry, but she goes. You could cuss because I cuss. I have okay. a filthy mouth. She goes, girl, have you seen what they say about me? Get it together. Like, it's all good. The more that, if they're talking, then that's good. You know what I mean? And that was hard for me because I, it's a hard one, you know? But I just, now it's like, you want to say something bad about me on my page, block and delete, block and delete. Like, I literally don't have time. Um, I'm going to hire somebody just to block and delete everybody. Because if you want, if you want to be on my page just to hate me, um, and just to be mean, like I, you're not invited. So yeah. you can tell me like truths and stuff. Like last night I got into a little like debate with someone. I talk to everybody and it's really me. And I like respond to everybody and you know, so um, I definitely like, I don't know. I, I care, but I'm not going to let it affect my life. That's good advice. Well, I mean, you also have access. Most, very few people have access to like the master class. I mean, I have to ask, has Kim Kardashian or any of the Kardashians given you advice on the filming process, the editing process, the media, it all? No, no, I haven't even talked to them about it. My last interaction with Kim was about something sad that had happened in my family. And she just came to like be supportive. Um, And then um, I ended up having dinner with Chris Jenner for Kathy Hilton's birthday. Um, and she just came up to me and was like, by the way, pizza girl. She goes, that's your thing. She goes, that's it. She goes, you got, she's like, you finally figured it out. And I was like, yes, coming from her, like that's everything. <laughs> you know, she's such a business genius that like for her to give me the stamp of approval, like this is it, like go for it. You know, it was cool. What did she mean by that? Like, did she mean just like the product or the product now in reality TV? Like, don't lose sight of like, honey, use this platform and get that pizza girl logo and name out there and as many scenes as possible. I mean, honestly, at the time I didn't have the show. So it was just this pizza girl itself is such a like epic brand. You know what I mean? And not only is it such an epic brand and it's reaching a totally different demographic than any Italian foods brand on the market. Um, you know, you know, they're calling me like a disruptor in the space. And like, it's just so exciting because I'm shocked that nobody's done a more, you know, um, environmentally friendly, uh, all organic millennial mom driven product. That's just not like, you know, grandma in the kitchen or like, so manly, you know, like Rayo's and all these other, all these other sauces. So this is, I'm sure there'll be several that follow in line, but this is the first of its kind. And that's a great problem to have. Did you ever get any advice from Chris? Like, you know, like when your business was going through problems, you know, because of COVID, not any shade, like. I just had a lot of people reach out to me and be like, um, like, don't give up. We believe in you. Like a lot of people, like if you look on my Instagram I definitely like depicted and and I definitely told the story of what was happening to me um, where I wasn't able to source ingredients and like the bigger guys, you know, have taken up all the farms and the little companies like mine are really suffering right now. Like actually Whitney Port, she reached out to me. She's so good on Instagram um, that she helped me. I was just like bawling, crying. She helped me put together like a really nice Instagram um, post for my story just to tell people in all my supermarkets what happened and then I'll be back. And so that was really sweet. So I just had a lot of support to come back. With everything going on in the world and all the technology around us, I used to find it so hard to disconnect, turn my mind off and relieve stress. Well, not anymore. Unidragon's wooden puzzles have solved all of that. They are the highest quality puzzles. All the parts have their own unique shape They're not like your average puzzle. And in fact, they actually become collectible works of art. They're fabulous and memorable designs and images. They have animals too, tigers, wolves, pandas, unicorns, and so many others. These are not your average puzzle. Laser cutting is used so all the parts perfectly fit together and is such high quality. It's great for myself, but I've used it for so many gifts for friends and family Unit Dragons puzzles have changed my life. So listen, you guys need to head over to unidragon.com and use my code VELVETROPES and you get 10% off your first purchase. That's right. Just by listening to this podcast, head on over to unidragon.com. That's unidragon.com. Use my code VELVETROPES and you get 10% off 
your first purchase. These puzzles are intellectual. They're high-end. They're stimulating. They've changed my life. Well, people have to respect that. You know, listen, it's easy to say like, you know, that's the problem I think with social media. Like, look at me. I'm so beautiful. I'm fabulous. Look at my wonderful boyfriend. You were very honest about like, no, this is not good. Like my business is struggling here, people. Like not a lot of people would do that. So I mean, kudos to you. Thank you. That was the thing. That was the other thing. I was like, um, am I going to like fit in in this world? Because I just am so honest, brutally to a point. I I did have some publicists and people be like, can we tone down the like real factor? And I was like, no, you know, like this is the truth. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, I know at the time you took the high road, but when all this stuff did happen with Michelle last year and there's, she's out and now they're announcing you as being in and you're like, people, I can't even announce it. That did help your pizza, right? So you were just like, thank you, Misha. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, I, I wonder what, what, you know, to, to work so hard to keep me off a show than just to give me all that kind of attention was just bizarre, um, you know, but I honestly, at this point, like, I do just have sympathy for her, you know, because I, I know she's seeing all these articles right now. Like it must be really hard because I get like 50 Google alerts a minute right now and it's all talking about it. And I just, I hope that she's okay. And I hope that she finds, um, you know, a new project that makes her happy. And um, I would love to like forgive and forget and move on, you know? If you and then I want to talk about this pizza sauce. This is the last question about Misha. But if you ran into her like right now, you went for Starbucks and literally came face to face because LA is a small place. What would you say? Uh, I would say that I'm sorry that our relationship ended the way it did, and um, I really do hope that you're doing well. And I wish you the best. And, you know, I don't know that breaking it all down and going, you know, tit for tat on everything. You know, there was one night when she tried to kind of apologize, but it was before I had realized what had happened, you know, so I could tell, I know that there's a good person in there. Um, And it's just one of those things where, you know, reality shows and attention and all this stuff, it can affect you and it can make you do things that you regret. And I feel like um, I'm sure she doesn't wish me any harm or negativity. So I, and I definitely don't wish her any and I hope that she's okay. Are you worried about changing? Like as a result, like what if you're on for years and years and years, this hit show? And the you're only gonna- thing that's going to change is my address and um, you know, that's it. I'm going to just always be working hard. I'll probably still be running around serving people, um, just because it, I, lo- I love to do it. And, um, yeah. How happy are you that you have come full circle and now you've relaunched pizza girl. And I mean, like a dream come, come true. I mean, from crying on the floor of my old factory where I had like a hairnet on and like, I was jarring jars myself. And now, I mean, it's very, very different now. So it's definitely one of those underdog stories that have come, you know, come full circle. And I'm so grateful. So at least now everybody, when you want to throw shade at me, just know that I'm extremely grateful and that I've worked very hard for it. Tell us about the relaunch. I mean, Chris Jenner says it's brilliant. People you say are calling you a disruptor in the space. And I've seen that, like, tell us all about this. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it, I have not had a meeting um, other than with some misogynistic, misogynistic male uh, potential investors. Other than that, every meeting I've had has been overwhelmingly positive about the space, um, about what, what we're doing and about the quality of the product and about, um, you know, just there's not been one person that has said, I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> you know, everybody's like, you know, chomping at the bit for it. So. And tell us the idea behind it, like for people who don't know and tell us how your sauce differs. Like what, what's, what's the special sauce in Pizza Girl? Well, it's uh, my great grandmother's recipes, but then obviously like reimagined to be all organic and 
you know, in our marinara, our, you know, two grams of fat compared to, you know, Rayos and others that are around seven grams of fat, you know, we're organic. They're not the flavor. I would love it if everybody in America would get a jar of pizza girl sauce, open it up and open up their current favorite, take a spoon and eat it out of the jar and tell me which one you like better. And I want to see reactions. I want to, I'm like, literally like my grandmother, she used to watch every bite go in, go into everybody's mouths. And I find myself doing the same thing now. I'm like, what do you think? And then they're like, this is the best tasting sauce I've ever tasted. That's literally been, been the response across the board. And you have three flavors you're relaunching. Yep. Three flavors. I have the Arabiata and look at how cute this packaging is. It's Um, so cute. Arabiata, I have the marinara and the vodka right now. And the vodka is my favorite. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Thank you so much. Yeah. We have some secret ingredients in that one for sure. I love a good vodka sauce. It's so yeah. good. So good. I'm one of those people that like, I like to mix things up. Like if it comes, like I'll be like, I want this, but can I have it with a vodka sauce? Like, I just think I own the restaurant when I'm so I'm like, can you just do this with a vodka sauce? Or like, we don't know. I'm like, why? Yeah. What about... Do you love like, is, I mean, pizza is my favorite food. Like, are you a huge pizza lover? I mean, I know that's a crazy question. I mean, I am. Yeah. I just, I just had a slice yesterday. I mean, I eat pizza. I probably consume more pizza than any single person in the world. <laughs> just because at the, you know, I've been eating it since I was a baby and there were so many nights that my dad had to work late and whatever. I would just slam a slice and uh you know move on and when you use healthy ingredients it doesn't make you sick it doesn't you know make you gain weight you know you go to italy and people are healthier they're they're skinny and they're eating pasta you know because it doesn't have all this crap in it and gmos and yeah do you love to cook with your daughter is that like a ritual love to cook with my daughter she loves it so much. She's like trying to use the big knives. And I'm like, no, ah, but yeah, no, she, she eats the sauce right out of the jar. And she's just like, pizza girl, pizza girl. She's so excited about it. How did you come up with the name pizza girl? Is it true? Like when you were young, that's what people used to call you. Oh, yeah. Walking down the street. Yo, pizza girl, where's the pizza at? Like everyone, I'm sure like Brody and all those guys at different parties have been like, what's up, pizza girl? It was just my nickname and I hated it, which is why the whole story about how I ran off to do a million other things, anything other than be the pizza girl. And then, you know what? Life is funny that way. And it just chooses you. And I gave in and now I couldn't be happier. But yeah. I mean, right. Like, could you ever picture growing up in this family? Like if you didn't cook, if you didn't love pizza, no, oh, it would be a nightmare. <laughs> what about Demore's Pizza, which is all over LA? Is this true? You have, wait, you have 10 locations now? Cause I, or did some shut, did something yeah, shut because of COVID? Location, the Vegas location shut down. Um, we lost, yeah, we lost a few. We lost a few, but we're still hanging strong. That's um, still a lot more than most. Do you have a, um, a favorite slice? Oh yeah. Yesterday I just had a pepperoni jalapeno pineapple. And I know that's not very Italian, but just those flavors together, bomb, so good. And we do a really good white pizza, Bianco, that's fantastic. And yeah, I mean, you can really tell if a pizza is a good pizza when you just eat a plain cheese slice, you know, and it's not all the toppings. And our Demore's cheese pizza, hands down, is the best. When I order pizza, I always want like at least half just cheese because I think I agree. That's how you can tell. Yep. Absolutely. Another question is, what does the food god think of your sauce and your pizza? I mean, that is one of the ultimate stamps of approval. Oh yeah, you know what? We haven't we haven't even had that discussion yet. So you got it. You got to get some in his hands. Yeah, we'll, we'll just send it on over. I can tell you, the vodka sauce is delicious, though. Thank you. Does Have you tried any others? I've tried that, and I've tried the marinara. I haven't tried arabiata. And how good is the marinara? It's also delicious. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm, first of all, I eat sauce out of a jar, so I'm all about that. But I mean, this might be sacrilege to you. I don't even mind mixing the marinara and the vodka together. Well, oh, great. Yeah. No, last night I mixed a little arbiata and marinara just for a little spice, not too much spice. I mean, you can do anything that you want, you know, like the, the whole point of 
of these sauces is that they're like a base for your cooking. It's not just for pasta. You know, we've been making like delicious soups, um, using it as a base. We've been making like breakfasts with, you know, chorizo and eggs. And I mean, the point of pizza girl is that it's a delicious base. You know, my grandmother used to call it the gravy and you can put it on everything. And that's just, um, that's the whole point here. So I really want to start seeing our customers whipping together things you would never expect um, using Pizza Girl. And how happy are you? Because really at the end of the day, like it is having a business, like that is what is sustainable. I mean, no offense to the DJs of the world, people in reality TV, but a business is something, you know, that you can't have taken away from you ever if it's running well. Yep, absolutely. It's definitely, um, yeah, it's, I consider Pizza Girl my job, not, not being a reality star, you know? What's harder, filming a season of The Hills or going through, you know, restructuring a business like Pizza Girl? Oh my God. I mean, Pizza Girl takes it takes everything. It takes all of you, you know, um, and it takes all of my amazing partners and we just sit and work and, you know, rethink everything all the time and just find ways to, to be better. And it's definitely all consuming, you know, walking on a set and getting drunk is not, uh, is not that hard. (laughs) No, it's not. I mean, I mean, the aftermath can be a little taxing on your, you know, psyche, but other than that. What's your drink of choice? Tequila right now. Um, it's actually tequila with a splash of uh, tequila on the rocks with lime and um, like Pellegrino. That way you have no sugar and you're not super sick the next day. <laughs> you That's know, what- right? We had the premiere party and today I'm up and ready to go. So it works. The sugar is what gives you a really bad hangover. That's why I drink tr- just straight vodka. Same thing. No yep. sugar. Yep. Least caloric along with tequila. Love a martini. So a dirty martini. That's my drink. Now I have to tell you before we wrap up in a few minutes, you and I have the same birthday. June <gasps> 9th, baby. Oh my God. You, me, Johnny Depp. I believe Natalie Portman. It's like a really special birthday. Do you love being a Gemini? Cause I do. I- I love being a Gemini. However, the reactions you get from it is so intense. People are like, oh, Gemini. And they think you have split personality and you really don't. What it means is that you can just blend in well. You can blend in any kind of group. We are the most misunderstood sign of the whole Zodiac, 100%. You get horrible reactions. Mm -hmm. We can just write, I'm like one of those people like, I could blur the lines, like say you and I were best friends. We could be friends, but then we're on a Zoom where we have to go work. A pe- I could do like we're business and now we're friends and it's we're the same people, but we can interact completely differently. I could switch on a dime like that. That's how I live my life. Right. And people take it as like, oh, you're two-faced or oh, you're whatever. But no, it's that you can like literally like snap into yeah. the surroundings really well. We're very misunderstood. Totally. Now that you are, you know, you're a single mom, you're on, what's, are you going to get back out there and start dating? You know, I'm a hopeless romantic. I really am. I'm just, or maybe I'm just hopeless. I don't know. (laughs) No, you're not hopeless. You're running a major business. You're not hopeless. I mean, in the love department, in the love department. I, I'm a hopeless romantic. Gemini's are not good in the love department. You know what? At least I'm not. Yeah, it's a balancing act. It really is. But I think I think I'll I think I'll get a handle on it one day. I do want love. I want my one person. I really do. I don't need attention like I thought I did from every, you know, person on the planet. Uh, I definitely like wanted that attention when I was younger and but now I just feel like I definitely want to find that that one person. What's your like? If you had to just randomly pick someone in Hollywood, like, what's your type? Mm, just I physically, just, you know. I don't have a type. I mean, I don't have a gender type. I don't have a yeah. I don't have a. I'm super. I'm a big believer in just energy. So I have energy types, and um, anybody's energy could like overwhelm me and make me fall in love. Really. Yeah. Hmm. What about, well, we have some single people on the Hills cast. We have, I mean, if 
gender is an issue. We have Brody, Justin, Bobby, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those yep. are right. Oh, we have Stephanie Pratt. Who would yep. you most, who's your type out of those four? Definitely. I would say Caitlin for sure. She yep. has good energy. Gemini's are all about the energy. All about the energy. Yeah. We're all about the energy. What do you want people to know about you? Like as they watch you on TV, you know, a lot of things get misconstrued. Like what do you want people to know and take away from this chat? I just want people to know that I am not perfect, but I'm doing my best and I'm always willing to learn how to be better. I'm always working on myself and um, just, you know, give people a chance to, to work on themselves and be better. Nobody's perfect. If everybody had cameras on them all the time, I think that they'd be really mortified (laughs) by some of the stuff that people are commenting on. So it was, Hey, let's know. It was my decision to do it. Um, And I'm sure there'll be plenty I regret, but I know that I'm a good person and uh, I hope everybody else can see that too. Amazing. And where can people buy your pizza girl sauce? Right now you can go to pizzagirl.com. And as of like next week, we'll be in all the Gelson's, which is so exciting. That's major. Uh-huh. Super major. I'm so grateful. There are there are first to jump back into the new Pizza Girl family. Um, so I'm so grateful to Gelson's. And yeah. And then we're rolling out more supermarkets as we go along. You need to go to the Gelson's and do, you know, like signings. Like- oh, yeah. We're discussing all of that. We're going to do so so much cool stuff um, at Gelson's. And actually, I believe that um, a friend of mine, Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston, they just went in and did that. And so they were talking to me about that. And then I just spoke to Aaron and he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm going to send you some of my, um, he's doing a mezcal. And yeah, and I just sent him some pizza girl sauce. So I love it. People will come. Trust me. After a few weeks on the hills, people will be lined up. Yeah. Well, hopefully I'm in the next couple episodes and then, yeah. (laughs) And then we'll see. Well, I mean, even though you're not so far, I agree with you. The the Google alerts on you are out of control. Someone in this reality space said to me, they're like, oh my God, you're interviewing her. Like she's like everywhere. Like there's the Google alerts are going crazy. So that's awesome. Yay. You've just got to use this platform, baby. I mean, and just work it. You know that? Bethany Frankel, you know, that woman named Bethany Frankel. I do. And you know what? I also respect her because she's just as hardworking, meaning like she didn't just wait for a TV show to take her product to the moon. Like she was giving out samples. There's a video, you know, she is a hard working woman that deserved everything she got. And that's definitely my inspiration. So Bethany, if you're listening. Where can everyone find you online on Instagram? So follow us at Pizza Girl Official. Um, if you want to know more about the product and everything, definitely Pizza Girl Official. Um, uh, and then for myself, it's at Caroline DeMore, and you'll get all of our updates. And we, we just posted these really cute videos. I like to talk about my sauces as different personalities. So you can get to know me and the brand a lot more by checking us out. I love it. I'm going to keep in touch with you. I'll DM you. Please it's I'm I'm good at keeping in touch. Gemini's are good at following up. Totally. Absolutely. And I will respond right back. Thank you for answering all of my questions. The next time I'm in LA, I need a slice of that pizza. Done. Like a nice, a nice, do you have any, like, what if your? do you have like a bestseller out of all the slices? I mean, classic, I mean, classic cheese and pepperoni. I mean, obviously those will always be the number one sellers. Um, yeah, but we have, I mean, any creation you can come up with, we got it. Do, does Kim and Courtney have a favorite slice? <sighs> You're so funny. I, I mean, I don't even know. It's like, you know, we all bring, pe- bring pizzas to parties and everybody just slams them. So it's the I best mean, food, man. It's the best food. It really is. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you answering all my incessant questions everyone needs to check you out pizza girl sauce it's literally it is the best so i appreciate it thank you so much thank you so much and i'll talk to you soon keep in touch Bye. bye thanks for listening to yet another episode of behind the velvet rope because without you listeners i would just be a crazy person with voices in my head and if you like what you hear 
subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon.